This episode of the Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by the Door County Community Foundation, inspiring people to give back, to sustain, and advance the community that we love. To learn more, visit givedoorcounty.org. Hello and welcome to the Door County Pulse podcast. I'm Miles Danhausen Jr. and it is one of my favorite weeks of the year in Door County. It is the 75th annual Fall Festival in Sister Bay and today we have joining me on the podcast uh, somebody with basically nothing to do all week, Louise Hausen, the community <laughs> coordinator for the Sister Bay Advancement Association. What are you doing with your time off this week, Louise? Oh, you know, Miles, I've got a couple of spa days lined up, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> Miles, we're a little busy here. And happy Fall Fest weekend, by the way, to one and all. <laughs> so what we are doing is getting ready for the 75th annual Fall Fest. We are really, really, really excited. We've got a lot of fun stuff, a lot of, you know, iconic things that everybody looks for each year and some fun things that we're bringing back. Yeah, I'm pumped to see a, a few of those things come back. The Again, the modified ping pong ball drop, but most exciting, the adult soapbox derby. We're going to be racing down from the top of the hill. It's going to be you versus Fuzzy, and we're just letting you guys fly, correct? Yeah, no, and you know, Fuzzy's going to win, because I know he always has rigged. No, Miles, unfortunately, we scrapped that idea. Um, apparently, our insurance company put the nicks on that. Instead, we are having our derby race, which is for 7- to 13-year-olds, at 10 o'clock on Sunday morning, and they will race in their gravity-powered cars from about the creamery, so about the middle of the hill, until they stop, which we estimate will be right about Al Johnson. And so we, I think we have 10 cars, which will be very fun, so probably five heat because two cars per heat. And the really fun thing is um, Fuzzy is organizing it, as he has for years and years and years. We did stop doing it for a bit, so we're bringing it back. About 20 years you stopped doing it. I think so, yeah, yeah, 20, a long time. So as a result, the really fun thing is that we have some grandkids of former drivers that will be driving this year, and some of them are actually driving cars that their grandkids or great aunts and uncles drove. So that's, that's I mean, awesome. super fun. And I think we have a couple of girl drivers who I'm sure will win or will make sure win. They're not girl drivers, Louise. They're just drivers. Oh, they're just drivers. I'm sorry, Miles. Sorry, girls. Um, but the girls will win. I'm only kidding. Girls are not, we're not doing that. You're not rigging it? Cut that out. Um, just cut it out. We're not rigging it. So you guys are starting, you're starting at the creamery, which is quite a ways down the hill. So is this an indication that today's kids aren't as brave and tough as yesteryear's kids who used to start no, at, the, at, at the hill no, by Husby's in the Bowl? No, not at all. It's a clear indication that, that our um, insurance company is not as brave and tough as they once were. <laughs> So, shame on that. They probably did not um, have insurance the last time they did this. <laughs> that's true. We probably didn't have insurance. Now, that's what, at least this is what Fuzzy is saying, that we will start at the creamery. It's hard to say that actual day, but I believe that's the plan. Yeah. And there will be straw bales on either side of the of each uh, of each lane, so that should something go awry, there'll be a soft landing. So, it's going to be safe and fun. <laughs> okay. I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. Very good. Have you enlisted Spidey to race from the top of the hill against oh any of the gosh. kids in the soapbox derby? You know what? I wonder if he couldn't be the guy that zips by to start it off. That's a great Could idea. Do you have contact information for him? For, for the listeners out there who don't Spidey? know who Spidey is, but he is the uh, Sister Bay character who likes to get everywhere on rollerblades and um, mm-hmm. occasionally has sped down the Sister Bay Hill and was this summer chased down the Sister Bay Hill by our... Um, our police officers who have very important things to do, like chase a rollerblader down a hill. 
So maybe yeah. we can have him join the Fall Fest. And also went viral, apparently, on, uh, what, I can't remember, was oh, it TikTok? TikTok, uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. Twitter, everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was getting yep. it sent to me by friends all over the country. Yep. Who is this guy? I, I sat next to him at the boathouse, as a matter of fact. I almost asked. <laughs> most popular and by the way, there are bumper stickers available for people in case they're interested. Bumper stickers for Fall Fest or bumper stickers for Spidey? For Spidey. Free Spidey. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> we do not have bumper stickers for Fall Fest, but I'm glad you asked. We have t-shirts that are fabulous. They just came in as well as sweatshirts. So well, I'm shamelessly promoting those. You better have Spidey in the parade in some way, shape, or form. Ha- do you have contact information? Does he have an agent now? Yeah, you just wait at the bottom of the hill for him to come flying down. <laughs> Find him there every night. He's like Batman. You put out the signal, and then he comes flying down the hill. Oh, my God. I have to, I have to get a hold of him. He's like Batman, but instead of saving people, he just saves boring nights. You know what? <laughs> Miles. Okay, I am totally getting a hold of him. I don't know where he is, but maybe maybe I'll go to the boathouse tonight. He might still be there. Yeah, give him the pay for him to have the weekend off from work and just be like entertaining people on his rollerblades. But Absolutely. anyway, let's talk about things that are actually in place for Fall Fest. Yep. Always good to remind people what the key times are because everyone gets asked about 500 times. When's the parade? When's this? When's this? The Derby yep. is Sunday, correct? And that's at 10 a.m.? Sunday at 10, yep. Parade starts at 11 a.m. and it starts right at the corner by Husby's and the Bull. I have that correct, right? Yep, that is correct. 11 a.m. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then ping pong ball drop? Ping pong ball drop is 2 p.m. on Sunday. Okay, so those are some of the key ones. There's live music going on basically all the time in multiple places throughout the whole town. I won't ask you to try and detail every band. Yeah, it starts but Friday at noon and it ends Sunday. It looks to me, I'm looking at the schedule at 11. Yeah, Sunday sometime at JJ's in the wee hours of the morning of Monday yeah, morning. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's true. And is this, uh, this podcast, is, what do you think? Is it relatively local, like locals listen to it? Should we tell them what's happening on Sunday evening? That is up to you. I just know that there's a surprise Sunday evening for the people who stick mm-hmm. around, which is mostly the locals at the end of the, the Sunday afternoon. Okay. Well, I might go rogue at the end, so I'll tell you. We'll wait. Okay. <laughs> Going rogue with Louise. That's the new name of the podcast. Um <laughs> <laughs> the, now, we can't forget the Ferris wheel. Well, the Ferris wheel, I was going to bring that up next. Do I have this right? It, you can get Ferris wheel rides in front of the hotel door from 1 to 5 p.m. Is that Friday and Saturday? Do I have that all correct? No, it's 1 to 5 p.m. on Friday, and then Saturday, actually, we'll, we'll probably start it earlier. We'll probably be able to start doing the uh, Ferris wheel rides by 10 or 11 on Saturday morning. Oh, excellent. So you can watch the parade from the Ferris wheel. How cool is that? That would be cool. Um, might be out of danger by being up there, although I'm afraid of heights, so I will not be up there. And then uh, the, the thing that's changed about Fall Fest over the years is it used to be, you know, if you were selling a few brats on Friday afternoon at Husby's at 4 o'clock, that was kind of an early start, and there were a few people in town just looking to hang out on the street a little bit. Nowadays, yeah. the party really kicks off Friday morning. I mean, it's already busy in Sister Bay Monday this week. I mean, I, I was yeah, I'm looking out yesterday. my window, and there's, yeah, I'm looking out the window, and it's busy. It's very busy now, and we're talking on Wednesday, so, yeah. So that now the party gets going Friday. You have the, the Arts and Crafts Fair actually begins on Friday on Mill Road, correct? Yeah, 10 a.m. And, um, you know, all the real, all the, the arts and crafts seekers go and come early to get all the good stuff. <laughs> get there. It used to be the kids who went down early to get on the rides, and now it's the arts and crafts people who arrive now early. It's, to... Now it's those crafters. I'm <laughs> telling you, they're kooky. And then people can, there, there's one great thing that's happened with Fall Fest the last couple of years is all these extra attempts to make it easy to get there, easy to park, easy to not drive there. So. Yep. 
but we, we do our best. You have the parking lot out on the corner of Woodcrest and Double Z, and you'll have a shuttle going yep. back and forth from that parking lot. Even though it's only a few blocks, you can walk at people, but it's just a few blocks, but you have a shuttle taking people back and forth. Then you have the shuttle that's getting people around Sister Bay from hotels down to the festival grounds throughout town and picking them up late at night. And then Bailey's Harbor is running a bigger shuttle than they did a couple of years ago, taking people from Bailey's Harbor to Sister Bay and back. I have all that correct? Yep. I mean, that's right? You do. You do. And Bailey's Harbor will, will run theirs from 10.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. I think they've got three school buses. and God bless them. So it goes from Bailey's Harbor. There are four locations there. And then it drops them at the top of our hill where our, the old schoolhouse visitor center is. Yeah, it's really great. It's just so easy. And I mean, like every half hour, it's a breeze. Yeah, that's excellent. I mean, just, you know, you're bringing... Thousands of people in there. And obviously, a lot of us imbibe a little bit. Be safe. Yeah. And you get these are all free shuttles. So there's free. no excuse yep. not to take advantage of them unless you're just far, far off the route. So, yeah, totally. Absolutely. That's, that's what, why, why would you not do that? It's so simple. Yeah. You know, what else have we missed? We, we talked a little bit about the music, like Sneezy's Back. That's one of my favorite ones to catch every year. Hoi Polloi playing yeah, at night Sneezy. at Husby's. Yeah, Hoi Polloi's great. Sneezy is awesome. I'm probably too old to stay all the way till Hoi Polloi these days, but back in the day, I would have been all about it. Yeah, I bet. Well, there's always Jerry Volker and the Jolly Gents if you'd like an early morning polka. <laughs> that, that, that might be more up my alley at this point, unfortunately. Okay. Although, so I, I say that unfortunately. No, they're a great polka band, and I, I love a good polka band. But I love Jerry. He's awesome. So he'll be playing in front of the Door Hotel after the parade, which would be totally awesome. And if you don't, if you want to go to a fish boil, you could see him 5 o'clock at night, 5 p.m. at the Sister Bay Liberty Grove Firehouse on Friday night. Hey, there you go. And then uh, another... When I saw Boathouse has added Kevin Johnson on Saturday evening, Kevin Johnson, formerly of the Mullet Hunters back in the day, moved yeah. away and is back for the weekend and, and playing up there. He's actually a great solo as well. We used to have him back in the day at Husby. So yeah, he's, uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's pr- really pretty cool. And then yeah. there's all the so kids bring stuff. everybody back in musicians. Yeah. <laughs> then there's the, the kids' activities down at Waterfront Park. You got the bungee mm-hmm. jumping and the inflatable kind of inflatable village of sorts down there. What else do you have yep, for yeah. kids and families going on? Well, we have pumpkin bowling, which will be right next to the inflatables and the bungee jumping. And then also we do have Frank Maloney making a celebrity appearance helping kids with pumpkin bowling. If people would like to go down and say hello to Frank, you know, he's of a of both roots and musician fame. He'll be helping with a volunteer there, which is very nice of him. And then we also have down in that neck of the woods, we have the ever popular goldfish game. So kids can <laughs> uh, fish for goldfish, win one and take it home in that little uh, Chinese food box. Every parent's favorite thing is their kids to come home with fish that they don't have the mm-hmm. it's perfect. <laughs> the tank for. So. <laughs> Right. You name the fish, find a little tank. It's great. You could name them like something kind of festival, like Fall Festy. <laughs> and then you know, uh, like cheese curd or something like that. And for those who, you know, it's going to be nuts all over Northern Door County this weekend. But, you know, if you want to avoid the crowds, you can always just go up the hill. You can check out Northern Grill. You can go to Peach Barn and they'll probably be crowded, too. But maybe not as quite as crowded as the downtown throngs are. So if you're not a if you're not a crowd person, there's places to go. No, it's a, you know what? You bring up a very good point. Yeah, absolutely. Go and check out both of those. Peach Barn is a very new business for us. This is their first season. They're a great young couple and a very family-oriented place to go. Same with Northern Grill. You know, you can always just grab something to eat, too. Don't forget, because it's supposed to be a nice weekend. Grab something to eat here and then just go sit in the park. Yeah. Just, you know, you get a little bit further north in the village within, you know, like the grounds of Fall Fest, and it's quiet. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, you you're just right, basically and you're get, right on the beach. You go past Tabor and... Um, Stabur? Yeah. Stabur. How do you say it? We say Stabur. Okay. Stabur. Yeah, because if we don't, Lars, Lars yells at us. 
<laughs> but um, we don't know. I'm, I'm kidding. I don't know how to pronounce it, but we say Stabor. That's just because Lars starts every day by calling you and yelling at you, correct? No, he does not. <laughs> Stop it. He does not. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Just every other day. Kidding. Yeah, okay. But, That's fine. But you can, and we have all of our picnic tables out, so you guys can, uh, there's plenty of places to just, you know, sit al, al fresco with the meal of your choice. Could be pumpkin pie in a cup, could be grilled corn, you know, whatever you might want, Door County Sunday. Well, I'll probably hit the, uh, the full the full gamut. I'll probably hit the gyros at the creamery if they have them again. I'll hit the pumpkin pie in the cup. I'll get uh, seven or eight gravy burgers, a brat, you know, just try and just oh, go do down yeah. and just yeah. bludgeon my body. Yeah. Well, I am looking at, um, hold on, I am looking at the, I'm 90% sure, yes, the creamery will have gyros. You are correct. All right. Those are amazing. Yep. Those are probably the best gyros you'll ever have. Yeah. So if you, if all you want to do is not drink a single alcoholic beverage, not take part in any of the games, not see the parade. All you want to do is just do it on an eating tour. You'd be in pretty good shape this weekend in Sister Bay just by walking down Absolutely. the street and eating everything. Yeah. Um, yep. I mean, you can have breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then start all over again and dessert. Just go all day. Just keep sampling. Absolutely. So, you know, you added the Derby back. You brought the Ferris wheel a couple of years ago back. You know, like I've, I was talking to you the other day and Fall Fest is one of those festivals that's so popular. It's been around so long. You could probably not do anything different and still have a huge crowd and have a successful event. But why are you always looking for something to do a little different, a little better? Why are you looking at those little things to tweak? We think it, that we owe it to the to the people that have that come every year that absolutely expect, you know, the iconic things that they love about it. So we would always do a parade. You know, we'll try to always do the ping pong ball drop. We'll try to always have some, something a little bit new and different for kids, you know, so that it continues. And But we want to do things and update it a bit so it evolves and it's still relevant, you know, well, <laughs> and when they first started 75 years later, right? So it's still relevant 10 years from now, you know, and, and what, so it doesn't mean that we're going to, you know, eliminate things that people love. You know, what it means is we're going to add or update the doing so that it's around 25 years from now, you know, and I, it's all a credit to everybody that organized it and put all the hard work into it for years and years and years to make it work, you know, and I would say that a big part of that is because without the dedication of our businesses, the businesses, the local businesses and nonprofits and their commitment to making it work, it wouldn't happen, period. Because though all the restaurants and all the food, everything that you just mentioned, that's all of our local businesses. Yeah. You know, we, we don't have anybody, we don't have any outside business with the exception of two that have been grandfathered in. We don't. And so they, this is as hard as hard of a weekend as any. And so, and, but but they work really hard to make it the best possible experience for visitors and for locals. You know, so, and we owe it to them. We, we owe it to visitors. We owe it to locals. And we listen to people too, you know, and people are like, well, you know, we, we used to do this. So we're like, okay, we should consider that and do it again. Or, you know what you should do? I saw this and we were saying, maybe we could do that. You know, that's how things evolve. That's how they, they stay relevant. And that's how people, like, and people, you know, they respect it. They understand it. They understand that things will change a bit. And, and it's great. It's new additions. It's a little something to look forward to and see what's different or what's coming back. Because I, I remember right. the first year that they didn't have the ping pong ball drop and it was just like such an empty feeling on Sunday. Yeah. Or when yeah. they didn't yeah. have the, well, the derby yeah. races, everyone was just so disappointed. So it's... I know. Well, we, and we we put a banner across the street, across, you know, we put a street banner. I love it. There. And I don't recall why, you know, I remember I we have one photograph of the banner from years ago that's in a film that you and your organization produced. 
about Fall Festival. I'm not quite sure why it came down. Don't know. And so we decided to do it again. And honestly, we've had not more feedback than other things we're doing, but a lot of really positive feedback. People like you, your age, or even a little bit older that said, oh, I remember that. It just, it feels so good. It's so great when I see it when I come down the hill. Well, it it feels small small town, small town America type feel when you have like the community puts this banner up because they're proud of doing something. When I was a kid, I'd hop on the bus and on the way to school, Pumpkin Patch Week, there was that big banner over the road as you got into the village of Egg Harbor, and our bus would go under it. And as a kid, you'd just be like, oh, yeah, it's that week. It's this like excitement. It's building up, and we're all going to go down there and, and hang out and have fun. And yep. that's kind of what that banner says to me is, again, like we're all in this together. This is Sister Bay's festival. And I think what you touched on with the people who came before and the people who like Fuzzy or Dick Burris and Greg Casperson who have been dedicated to this in different Mm -hmm. capacities for 60, 70, 70, 80 years, you know, and um, they're invested in it. They want to see it not just be this thing that Mm -hmm. makes money, but this thing that's great. That's a great time. And some people think like, well, it's too crowded. It's a moneymaker. It's not like it's bad for that reason or whatever, but it's like that moneymaker. Like I know personally at Husby's Fall Fest weekend would cover two months of expenses in the wintertime, mm-hmm. which allowed us to be open and lose money for like the next three months. But in the yeah, yeah. It allowed us mm-hmm. to lose money and be open for people mm-hmm. because we made the money on Fall Fest. And that goes across yep. the board for the nonprofits, for the Advancement Association, for the arts and crafts fair people. Like this is a big thing for them to, to pay their bills and hopefully be a little more successful throughout the year. So, and like Dick Burst told me, he goes, I don't begrudge that. Let them make money. That's good for all of us. That these are our neighbors making the money. Like, how is that a bad thing? So if they can do that, but also still have an authentic festival that's about the locals. And if you walk down the street in Sister Bay this weekend, you can't go three feet without seeing somebody you know who's back in right. town for the weekend or a regular person who come, uh, visits 20 times a year or has a home up here. So, I, And I always, I always used to think of Fall Fest as the, you know, if I wanted to get young people interested in Door County, back when we were desperate to get tourists up here, I was like, let's just invite them to Fall Fest. Because if they come to Fall Fest once, they're going to come back. And then five, six years from now, once they start having kids and get a little older, now they start coming back and staying in hotels and spending real money. And now we got a new visitor because we got them to Fall Fest one time. Yeah, well, that's nice. Thanks. Well, we do take a lot of pride in it. And I think that's pride is probably a big part of it. And then people help people is another big part of it. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned a big surprise Sunday oh, night. well. Okay. Do you want to put it out there, or do you just want to say like where to be? No, I'm totally putting it out there. Okay. Who's our um, who's our marketing director? Giving me a look like I'm going to kill you, but too bad. So we are going to have fireworks in the marina on Sunday night at 7 p.m. So Miles, whatever you do, don't tell anyone. Because no one is supposed to know. It's just supposed to be like a quiet local thing. So don't don't say a word. Okay, but, so yeah, we, we will censor this. We we do have the skills to censor the podcast specifically. Uh, we'll just bleep it for non-locals. Is that what you want me to do? There we go. That's awesome. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. So 7 p.m. in the marina. So right at the marina. And um, it'll be awesome. Now, I, I have there's always a caveat, weather permitting. Now, the weather is supposed to be awesome. But if it's super, 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 super windy, that's a problem. Because we don't normally shoot them off from the dock. And that's what we're doing. Normally, it's shot off from a barge. These will not be from a barge. So if it's shot off from the dock, then we have, we're a little bit more limited. But okay. so pray for no wind. Yeah. Well, that's excellent. Seven seven o'clock Sunday night, and the reason you're doing that just a seventy fifth anniversary celebration. Yep. But also mm-hmm. Sunday night is you know like you said the crowds thin out. It's usually it's, a local night. It's and down to the celebrate us, shall we? It's down to all the people who've been working all weekend yep. and didn't get to take part in 
the festivities mm-hmm. or at least, you know, not relax yep. while taking part. So great thing to do for locals and a, a great way to celebrate yeah. Fall Fest. Yahoo. Yay us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all right to say yay us once in a while. Hey, yay us. There you so go. Anyway, it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. It's, all right. it's a fun short show, like 15, 20 minutes. It'll be great. Louise, thank you for taking some time to talk about this Smile, in the podcast. It's a pleasure, as always, to bring that little guy down. Oh, he'll be down there. I, I'm just going to throw him in the bounce house and uh, come back four hours later. <laughs> oh, perfect. Sure or maybe is. I'll just sure drop him crazy. off at your office. No, he's too much yeah. fun to oh, drop at your you office. Know what? Drop him off at the ball and we'll babysit. It's not a problem. <laughs> we got nothing else to do. All you right. Bet. Thanks, Louise. All right. You take care. All right. That was Louise Hausen of the Sister Bay Advancement Association taking us through everything that's going on in Fall Fest. Uh, as you might have guessed from that interview, I'm a big fan of Fall Fest. I know some people think it's too big of a party or too drunk or too whatever, um, too many crowds. But as I used to argue with Steve Grutzmacher here in the office, especially back in the day, Door County would never let loose. And one day a year, it was okay to close the street and just have some fun and hopefully everyone be as safe as they can while doing so. But uh, I'm going to read an article that I wrote in 2005. And uh, I'll cringe a little bit as I read it because I cringe every time I read my writing. But not, not a great thing for a guy who does as much writing as I do. But back in 2005, I wrote this article called An Ode to Fall Fest, Sister Bay's Homecoming. And I just wanted to read it. One, because I think it gives a little perspective on then versus now, but also gets to the heart of what Fall Fest is all about. And especially for at the time, I was somebody who was working three, four jobs, coaching, bartending in the evenings, going back to school and kind of kind of fun to go back and see where the head was at. Please forgive my nods to partying too much. It's the one weekend of the year when Door County utterly betrays the sedate, relaxed image it has worked so hard to cultivate. The season is over, and in the midst of our final weekend of kowtowing to the every need of our visitors, in hopes of making enough cash to get through the winter, or back to Florida, or anywhere over the bridge, we celebrate the tourist season's last gasp with a party and everybody's invited. It's Sister Bay Fall Festival, or just Fall Fest if you prefer, or more likely, Fall Down Fest as it becomes for many of the tourism industry's minions. This is not to say that most of Northern Door service workers don't drink plenty well enough before, during, and after the season. It's just that on Fall Fest, nobody feels guilty about it. That's right. Close the street, turn up the happy schnapps combo, and set up some garbage barrels because we're getting crazy. Look at me, guys. I've got an open container of alcohol outside. But it's not just about those of us who slave away in kitchens, dining rooms, and front desks, trying to squeeze in a year's work in four or five months. It's also a weekend of welcoming home friends and family, then reacquainting them with your finest porcelain. It's the girls from Milwaukee, the Red Hat Club, the Bagpipers, and Artie the one-man party. It's loon fart shots and live music and drinking outside in the cold streets of Sister Bay, only because, for a couple of days at least, you can. All of these forces create some uniquely Wisconsin phenomena, such as this recent exchange I had with a frequent patron at the Sister Bay Bowl, who had never experienced Fall Fest. I was describing my previous experience working at Husby's, then the epicenter of Fall Fest weekend. And I'll pick it up in mid-sentence. Me. So, anyway, by then it's about 11, and you've got people four deep at the bar. And it goes like that all day. Her. Wait, you mean 11 in the morning? I did mean that. But since I was talking about Fall Fest, I didn't realize I needed to specify. You live up here a few years and experience a few Fall Fests, and your perspective on things changes a bit. In my admittedly limited travels, I've gotten the impression that Hmm, I don't know why I'm so hungover. I only had eight or nine drinks last night. Is not such a common lament outside the walls of Wisconsin. But on a Fall Fest weekend, a similar morning after analysis of one's habits may resemble something like the following. Hey Mike, how you feeling today? Not bad actually. I drank all day, but I only drank beer. 
Now, if the reader is from Maine or New York or, or generally anywhere outside the fertile cheese land, this simple exchange will likely read as sarcasm, an unattributed Homer Simpson quote, or the shocking admission of an unrepentant alcoholic. However, if the reader is from Wisconsin, and Door County in particular, it likely doesn't register as the slightest bit out of place. It's as if somebody asked, what's up? And another responded, not much. It's over this weekend that many of us test our bodies and organs in ways unimaginable to most people this side of Mardi Gras. We strive to answer the question the great minds of science have long pondered. How long can the human body sustain itself on little more than beer, Bloody Marys, brats, chili, and gravy burgers? Well, maybe science hasn't long pondered this, but it probably should. This may sound like an ode to drinking or decadence. And while in part it is, that would be a narrow interpretation of our beloved celebration. So Fall Fest is not just a bunch of frat boys or rednecks getting drunk and causing trouble. In fact, it's remarkably trouble-free, given the level of drinking present. Throw in the complex mixing of locals with out-of-towners in close proximity, not to mention Packers and Bears fans, and Fall Fest could almost be considered a sociological anomaly worthy of in-depth study. What it is at heart is moms and dads, grandmas and grandpas, aunts and uncles, all letting loose together, listening to music, watching football, and bonding over beer and bratwurst. In another culture and another time, Fall Fest would be celebrated around a bonfire or at the fishing hole or someplace else commemorating the village lifeblood. As it is, our lifeblood is tourism. And for a couple of days, we get to be tourists in our town. Some years we delude ourselves into thinking we'll take it easy, maybe even stay home. Then we find ourselves sitting at JJ's on Sunday night, licking cinnamon sugar off an orange slice as we listen to some music or poke cello, take attendance of who has survived Fall Fest once again. Then Monday comes. And the morning's mass exodus combines with the power of a thousand hangovers to produce the most desolate day of the year in Sister Bay. And the long winter begins to set in. That's what I wrote about Fall Fest back in 2005. A lot has changed since then. I've become a dad. Maybe uh, wouldn't write so much fun about drinking in the present day. But, uh, and, and Sister Bay doesn't die after Fall Fest like it did then. When you would look out the window at Husby's and just see an empty street the morning after. Uh, luckily we have a little bit longer season now and more things stay open in the winter and it's not quite the desolate community that, uh, we were experiencing back then. Or, or as my dad says, when he moved up here in the 1970s, um, compared to now, it's, like, it's a lot easier to move up here and live here now than it was then. Um, and I think that's definitely true, even comparing 10 or 15 years ago, but, um, I'll be at Fall Fest this weekend. I'll be loving it. I'll be soaking it in. I'll be safe. And hopefully everyone else will be too. And uh, hope to see you down there. Thank you so much for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. If you want to support us at the Pulse, check out doorcountypulse.com slash shop, where you can get a weekly Pulse subscription, purchase some incredible Door County artwork from Pulse artist Ryan Miller, and much more. We hope you've enjoyed the Door County Pulse podcast, and we will see you next time.